everybody welcome to a friday episode in mid-march uh i yeah. actually looked at the date before i i opened my my dumb mouth then you but forgot i i did forget exactly when because you know steve we're on top of things with uh getting our guests scheduled here man so yeah, I, I like needed to i need to look at the calendar but march uh, 11th got, march 11th yep so guys we're bringing back a returning guest to the podcast steve who who are we uh who are we talking to well, guys, we uh we we brought back this guy because he brought us one of the oddest albums we probably did last year, and he's like, you know what? I uh, he's we asked for um international artists, and there's a few different people that I know that'll just bring me international artists, and we got like within like a hyper second, I got Scroobius Pip from Elena, yeah, and then Tyler's like, Passenger, let's do Passenger, so. Tyler, we brought back Tyler Davenport, who did um, the new pornographers, not the old which, pornographers. I'm still trying to get Brandon to do those ones, which technically Maybe is international, too, because they're Canadians. So they are Canadian. Them. Yes, you, you do bring um, your your super wide stretching. I love it. So we're still trying to do top five porn tracks. Haven't got there yet. Tyler's episode was the closest I've gotten so far. But guys, welcome back to the podcast. Tyler Davenport. Thanks for being on, Tyler. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to hear what you think on this one because I know it's very outside your wheelhouse. It is both both albums you brought to us have been very outside our wheelhouse, but not in a bad way. Um, so, Passenger. Before I get into my stuff, what is it about Passenger that you uh, you like, and why this album? Okay, so I am I, I love singer songwriters mm-hmm. specifically. I'm not a fan of you know person y writes this song for whoever sells it and then whoever buys it picks it up and i i, I i'm not a huge fan of that so the, the singer songwriter stuff I'm, I'm a big fan of um and actually the first time i ever heard of this because it's not them it, it's it's he it's a guy mm-hmm. it's just one guy um first time i ever heard of him was on an episode of house the, the tv show back in forever yeah. ago oh yeah um in the last season of the show they had his song uh let her go on there which like six months after it was on there that song blew up and was big and the album that that was on was uh it was good i liked it as a you know as a introduction into his music um and then i sort of fell off for a little bit and then this album that we're talking about today came out and something about it just really clicked i've listened to a lot of his other music outside of this his newer stuff and they're all really solid um, but this one, it, it very much feels like it captures a piece of time in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's why. I'd agree. I'd agree. It, it's an interesting album for sure. Um, so Passenger, as Tyler mentioned, is is just one dude. It's Michael David Rosenberg. Uh, he's a British singer. Um, he was the former lead singer of this. And they actually had a real band. They had a whole band. Oh, yeah. And then he went all Brendan Urie and uh, went solo. Did the whole thing by himself. Uh, he went full panic um if you can do it i mean hell go for it uh the band actually did end up forming the whole band formed in 2003 so they started in 2003 they dissolved in 2009 and then he took over as a solo artist just after that he just kept doing his own thing he wrote all the music anyway so he Mm -hmm. was just like might as well just keep on going 
the big break, as Tyler mentioned, was the song Let Her Go. I'm pretty much, if you've listened to music in the last 10 years, you've heard this song at least one time. If you don't know what it is, put it on Spotify or Apple Music. You listen to the first few, the first couple of chords, you'll heard the song before. Yeah. Um, that was in 2012, and which it hit number one in 16 countries. It's his biggest single. He has 12 studio albums, actually. 17 full singles. Uh, was nominated for the British Grammy, which they call the Brit Award, uh, for mm-hmm. the single "Letter Letter Go." Didn't win. Uh, no major awards for this guy, which a lot of singer songwriters, unless you're super duper popular like an Ed Sheeran, they don't get very many, generally. Now the album we're doing is called "Whispers." This one was released June sixth of twenty fourteen, so a couple of years after "Letter Go" kind of popped onto the scene. It's his fifth studio album, so since since then he's done seven more. It was yeah. followed by the most popular album, album, All the Little Lights, which did feature Let Her Go. Um, so All the Little Lights was his, his most popular release. This one's 11 tracks, 42 minutes long. Now, if you count the deluxe um, track, it's 18 tracks and 68 minutes long. The deluxe version of this album, though, is just a lot of the other tracks done acoustically. Mm-hmm. So it's there's not really any additional tracks. They're all just rehashes done acoustically. There's there's seven more tracks that are all done acoustically on here. Um, it did reach number twelve on the Billboard 200, hitting number one on the folk charts and twenty one on the year end folk chart. So it didn't do bad for a pretty decent artist here. His number five on the UK charts and uh, ended the year on the UK charts at number ninety five. So. Again, not terrible. Um, it had two singles, Scare Away the Dark and Hearts on Fire, were the two singles on the track. So only 11 tracks, two singles. Not too bad. Brandon, I'm going to start with you. I know I'm talking, yeah, but I'm going to still go to you because you've got a baby and you just nope. look like you want to say something you've talked in a while. I know. You're what good. was your favorite track? Yeah, the track that I picked as my favorite was 27. Upbeat song, um, you know, interpretation of what life is like for a guy at 27. And uh, trying to navigate through life. And, uh, you know, everybody goes through that phase where, you know, we're trying to figure out what it's like becoming an adult. I mean, at 27, we should kind of have that figured out at least a little bit. But most uh, of us do. Most of us do. Right. Uh, But with this track, I did find myself kind of jamming to this track, you know, kind of every time it came on, every time I listened to it. So just simple, easy 27. That was my favorite. Steve, what about you, man? Same Z's, dude. Doesn't happen very often, but I liked I liked 27 too. And Tyler's probably got it for his least favorite. I can almost see it. I know. No, uh, no, no, no. I, I love how it takes you kind of on that whirlwind ride. And yeah. he kind of like verbally attacks you with the lyrics. Like you feel like you're being attacked. Right. Um mm-hmm. it's it's almost like you're being screamed at, but in the nicest way possible, because he's British and it's kind of <laughs> what happens. Um the the song is great. And for me, I would call it 37 because it's it's me. Um, it's, it's basically, as I said, the big, the biggest, like, fuck you to everyone, everyone explains that he's just doing things for himself and that's completely okay. Like he's where he's at in his life at this point, And he's just like, if you don't like it, well, fuck off. Right. Um, that's kind of, I took 27. So are we going to go three for three here, Tyler? What's your favorite track? That, that's not my favorite. Okay, good. It, it's a very, very, very close number two though. I, I, I do love that song because it's very, um, uh it's very he's very insecure you yes. know the whole like like he he there's a lot of worry about like what i want to be versus what i should be versus what they want me to be 
Like right. it, it, there's all of this stuff going on. I, I, I think the song is brilliant. Um, and that was actually the first song I ever listened to on the, on the album and absolutely adored. Um, but actually whispers is my favorite. Okay. I, I like the, the slow, slow build. And it, again, it, it's a song that's just so insecure. Uh, the whole album, he's dealing with a lot of his own in, internal insecurities. Um, anything that's, you know, first person anyways, uh, you know, mm-hmm. And it just sort of builds and builds and builds. And it's like this explosion at the end. And then it just stops. And I don't know. I, I think it's just brilliantly done. I loved it. That was, that's a good one too. I mean, there's not a lot of bad ones on this album, but that's, that's a good one too. Uh, Brandon. Right. Yep. Hey, Maddie. Uh, uh, Brandon, are yep. we, we're playing the, uh, the English wang, right? We are playing the English wang. The, banger today. It, the what? The banger. The banger. Yeah. yeah. Guys, it's time to play the, the word association name game. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah, I got the track listing up. All right, here we go. First one. Tum to tum tum tums. <laughs> Hearts on fire. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Oh, that's the worst. All right. off. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty good. It, it, it was it, pretty it, good. I like that. Yeah. All right. Next one. With just gas and a lighter. Start a fire, really? Yeah, 100%. There, yeah, yeah, there absolutely. Yep. The theme here, Brandon. There is a theme. Um, and I'm gonna stick on theme with my least favorite uh and say Hearts on Fire was my least favorite track. Um, the song is oh, not really uh, yeah, the song is not bad in any sense of the word. However, okay. a lot of this album is very similar in regards to sound, tempo, etc. Sure, because of that, I yep. found myself skipping this track more often than not because it was the quote unquote oddball maybe of it all so that for me you know i don't know that's that's yeah. just mine i dude i have that same problem with uh golden leaves thunder and rolling stone those three i skip almost consistently i yeah they're, they're fine songs um they're just I, I didn't connect to them for whatever reason for sure so what was your least favorite tyler uh I, I think one? it's thunder thunder yeah it, it's a tie between that and golden leaves i uh, i don't know they just didn't work for me i don't know why Cat just lost his damn mind. The hell's going on behind me? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> this recording is off the rails. Fucking hey, like my cat's like, what the hell's going on? Babies and everything else. Oh, no, um, so my least favorite was actually the other single for him. It was Scare, Scare with the Dark. Oh, Scare no. with the Dark. Really? Um, okay. And I I had a hard time finding a least favorite in this album because it does, yeah. there are similar sounds across the board with yeah. it. Um, this one kind of got my least favorite because of the get off my lawn style of the rant during the bridge of this song, like railing against society by attacking Twitter and bashing YouTube is very childish, but for one without YouTube, I would not have known who the fuck passenger was without YouTube. Like you're benefiting from what you're railing against. Um, and, and also as a podcast and like a person that, that loves technology for one, but also knows it sucks. Blaming technology for the detriment of society is a problem for me. I think a lot of people in the Gen X and millennial group do this a lot. We were terrible before computers started. We're going to be terrible after the fact. Technology isn't the actual problem we are. I I think it's very much a, um, I I think it's more of a symptom of his age at the time when he wrote it. 
than yeah. anything else because it's you know it, it's looking at you know people who are sitting in office and, and doing those kinds of jobs and saying you're not living your your true life or whatever and it's like just because people aren't living the way you, you do doesn't you mean live. it's wrong you know yeah. I, I i very much enjoy the life that i live don't don't poop on that please exactly like i yeah. i I love the fact that I can use these forms of technology to better myself. And do I spend too much fucking time on TikTok? There are days. Um, <laughs> but am I still pretty happy about the whole idea? Generally, yes. Um, yeah. It's one of those things, though. I just I hate when, especially younger people, and I'll group myself into that group, like rail on the problem with society is technology. And it's no the problem with society is society. Like, <laughs> we're assholes it's kind of who we are it's who we're right. built to be right. so right. like scare with the dark for me was just like he went all like 27 year old eastwood on me and i was just like man come on come on now <laughs> yeah yeah like, that's crack right. your pbr and leave me alone and just you know they have pbr in england probably not it's warm uh, beer I mean, have, whatever the have, warm beer is england i don't know they drink warm beer there i don't like it <laughs> Uh, speaking of warm beer, that's a terrible transition because it has nothing hell, to dude? do with this next game really? that we're playing. I don't know. Uh, guys, it's time for a Shatner's Poetry Slam. Maybe, wow. they drink, maybe they drink warm beer while they add a Poetry Slam. I don't know. Kombucha. We'll go, dude, we'll go with that. Yeah, right. All right. Watch out for the booch. Yeah. All right. So let me find my first song here. Are you guys ready? Go for it. As I'll ever be. All right. Sounds good. Well. Hate is a poison. Love is a remedy. Singing out the sweetest. Uh, this is coins in a fountain. It, it is. Yep, coins in the fountain. Absolutely. Nice job. I have Tyler. the British accent screwing me up, man. Come on now. <laughs> Do you want me to start talking in a British accent? Nope. No, nope. no, I don't. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. Nope, next one. A... It's a hard pass, there, sir. It is a hard pass. All right. <laughs> well. I spent my money. I lost my friends. Oh, well, that's whispers. It is whispers. Good job. Nice. And I and I jumped around on that one too. Cause I because when you said yeah. that you liked whispers, I was like, shit. <laughs> that's how I that's how I always am. That's when because I I, I I prepare this before we start recording. So when someone right. says that their favorite is, you know, one of my things, I'm like, games, well, you're crap. like, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta make this harder. Right, exactly. So I like maybe I should start reading backwards. The no, I get screwed. That's a good word. Backward back chat. <laughs> the back chat. <laughs> the back and do the lines. Oh god, the, the back chat. <laughs> and do the lines from the bottom up. That's, that's a result of too much kombucha. That's that's what that is. <laughs> that's the or, result or of my kid crapping their pants. That's yeah. my kid crapping their pants up their back without telling me first. Just like uh, the back shot. Oh, <laughs> that's man. something to think about, Steve. Something to think I about. like it. Oh, I like put a pin in that one, Brandon. <laughs> right. Oh, man. All right. Well, will I catch my breath and stop in the lap, Steve? <laughs> what's your deep cut, man? Well, you went deeper than we all wanted to go, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. um, my deep cut, dark kind of cut here was Rolling Stone. Musically, I get it. It's very, uh, it runs together. Those those ones that mm-hmm. Tyler was mentioned with Thunder and this, they just kind of run all together. I like the story behind the lyrics, though. Like, kind of the, the love that was never really found. It's still lost. They didn't really know what the hell it's saying. Um, it's, it's the, he's quoted in saying, and, the, and actually about this song, is that he spends so much time on the road 
having a relationship was hard and consistently missing major events in your life is just like super draining. And I feel that, um, I, I preferred though, not getting into too much of it. I talked about the deluxe album. I actually preferred the deluxe version of this, the straight acoustic side. Mm -hmm. I found it was a lot better than the uh, album version because you got more of his feel in it, the emotional part of the Mm -hmm. lyrics, which I feel like musically it does run on with the other ones. But if you listen to the actual lyrics of it, where that acoustic version does help with, I feel like you kind of get the more of the, the emotion out of it mm-hmm. instead of having to like drown in. So if I was going to pick a deep cut, it'd be the acoustic version of Rolling Stone uh, on the deluxe okay. version here. So uh, Tyler, what about you? What was the deep one for you? Um, I, I really, really love riding to New York. Okay. Um, and it's kind of the same reason. I love the story behind it. Uh, he, he posted uh, when COVID first started in lockdown, he was doing, um, he was playing through his albums on YouTube, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he was doing full sessions, like three hour videos. He was posting once yeah. a week. And uh, the video for this album, I, I've watched it a couple of times and he talked about this song and it, it's very much a true story. Like he mm-hmm. was on tour in the U S and they stopped somewhere, I think like in Minnesota or something. It was Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. Um, and met this guy and, and it was just like, shooting the shit with them while they were uh you know filling gas on the tour bus and everything and just wrote this whole song out of it and i, I thought that was such a, a beautiful thing like he's that that's the big connection for me is he's very much a a poet at heart i guess you could say like just this is how he expresses his view of life as he sees it and he just loves the stories and this is a really good uh, uh iteration of that and it and then the story itself is just absolutely heartbreaking yes I would agree. That was actually on my like short list of either favorites or deeps because of the story. Um, yeah. I really liked writing to New York as if, if you listen to the, the episode in uh, last month with uh, Scroobius Pip and Dan Lasack, that guy is a beat poet, like set to hip hop. Um, nice. And this song reminded me of like a beat poet just doing his thing and telling a story, not really singing a song, just telling a story, mm-hmm. um, which I know is, basically the same thing just putting it to music but it was the story to the song was pretty good so i i love that brandon what about you what was your uh what was your deep cut yeah i i actually picked golden leaves as my deep cut okay. um for me i thought that this was a beautiful song remembering the life that once was but is no more um it's really pulled back you know just and then i really enjoyed how the strings and guitar kind of mixed with it and the story to me i mean we've talked about it you know very well written this guy can write really 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 well and i think this track for me it was it was really again written really well um and i also liked where they placed this song in the album i'm all about how our uh, albums are constructed so where they had this one in there too kind of helped get it to the deep cut spot for me so i like it yeah Mm -hmm. So you want to wrap her up, man? What you got for I can. your final thoughts? Yeah, sure. Yep. Oh, uh, my overall thoughts, very chill, laid back listen. And I enjoyed taking this album in. Um, the vocals are different from what you would normally hear from a singer, at least in my opinion. They're very unique, but it blended well um, with, with what uh, they were trying to go and what he was trying to go for on this one. I wanted to check out uh, his other stuff. Um, just to see, you know, how the sounds of this album compared to, to others. Um, and yeah, just because I, I'm, I want to 
I want to become a fan of him. So, and I, and I really did like this one. Um, overall though, I, I did give this one a six and a half out of 10. Okay. What about you, Tyler? What do you got? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think I'm around a seven, uh, just cause I've, I've listened to the song, or th- this album, um, a number of times. I, I do agree that the deluxe version is better cause I love the acoustic stuff. Um, the acoustic version of hearts on fire is, uh, tragic because it's, just such an incredibly sad song um but yeah i I think i'm at a solid seven just because there's it the the only downside to his music is that he's got a style and he rides it he he knows his chords he knows his vocal tenor and just rides that all the way through it's very um well it's very james taylor-y in that way or um I, i can't think of any other examples offhand but you know he just he knows he knows his groove and he rides it hard and yeah. it's very successful it's very good mm-hmm. but it, it can tend to run together just a little bit sometimes and and that can be a little bit off-putting yeah yes i'm right there with you guys i actually went with a six on it uh and it's uh he reminded me of the modern and well british version of like a modern day dylan or billy joel mm. um i kind of got and dylan was like it kind of like it got me through here sure. just kind of the, the, his his song structure mm-hmm. kind of got there and also sticking to his guns when it comes to what he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. where dylan did that quite frequently and like you got oh, yeah, you yeah. knew what a dylan song was a dylan song and he wasn't going to do whatever he wanted to do because he was fucking dylan and then yep. like some of his stuff with the singer songwriter stuff with billy joel i can kind of hear a little bit yeah. of that with there um mm-hmm. i wasn't really sure that we even needed this but i'm, I'm here for it totally there um <laughs> The music is something that's great to put on to chill to. I've actually played it in the car with the kids and it, they mellow out pretty quickly. Um, my, my younger ones get a little distracted every once in a while. They're just like, what the hell is going on here, dad? But um, the older ones just kind of like really grooved into it and just sat and just kind of chilled out. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't really move the needle either way, but it really just kind of like set everybody kind of at a base level, which I loved. And then you get into those, the i agree with tyler the deluxe version in those acoustic tracks is where like this is the the meat of this and the gold here is is that unearthed right is the raw emotion that he has how he sings these songs in those acoustic versions he's not hiding behind a bunch of other instruments and other things anymore it's you actually hear the song for what it is and you can write a song and perform it um and i think that's why i like the singer songwriter combo so much mm -hmm. in a lot of my music is because uh, I mean, he, you get his emotions because this is his life that he's singing. This isn't someone else's story. This is his. And and for him to to bring that to the table, it's very raw a lot of times. And yeah. And I mean, there's another artist we're doing actually coming up uh, in about a month now. A country artist. We're doing Stapleton. We're doing Chris Stapleton. Oh, good, uh, good choice. So um, he's a similar way, just country side mm-hmm. of things. But he's written songs for just about every freaking buddy. But his mm-hmm. own stuff is just it's him it's personal and i love i'm the same way i love that i love when you can hear that emotion in someone's voice and then i i struggle at the same time with it because then, then they have to go on tour and they have to relive those emotions every single time mm-hmm. and right. like it takes a special human to do that but i can I, now i can honestly say that i've heard more than just let her go <laughs> and i this artist has so much more to give than I really realized beforehand. They were a one hit wonder to me before. And I'm like, Oh yeah, let her go. It's a fantastic song. I never really want to double mm-hmm. click and look into more of it, but now I do. And I'm with Brandon. There's actually, I did check out the whispers Two album and it's 
it's very similar. It's very chill, very mm-hmm. just like sit back. I will recommend that not listening to um, this one and then listening to Lauren Hill's Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And then there was an, <laughs> oh, Adele listening to Adele's 30 at the same time. I try to do all three of these back to back to back. I was so mellow. It's like I actually went off and got the old devil's lettuce a little bit, but I was like trying to write stuff and I'm like, I can't, I can't focus. So then I actually turned everything off and no bullshit. I put Slipknot on and I was like, I got the reset. So we put Iowa and I started playing the heretic anthem and I was like, yes, all right, let's go. And then like, I played one Slipknot song and then went back to passenger. It was a complete, modern body experience there i don't recommend it for everybody but i needed to have something to bring me back to like normal levels because i was way too chill to do that's anything. funny that, so, that, that yes. tells me a lot about what your normal levels are then because <laughs> oh yeah this is this is what i listen to to get to my normal levels i to, to bring myself back down from being over energized you've been around me you know you know the like yeah. the, how fast my brain moves constantly and i'm all over the damn place yeah. but yeah i i loved it i was just realized like I, I texted brandon i was like don't do these three in a row it's not a good idea like driving and you're right. like trying to stay awake i'm like turn on something stronger let's go more but again i loved it it was fantastic um guys this has been whispers by passenger check out the album especially if you're looking just something to chill out we're into getting out of winter getting into spring hopefully Hopefully. My God, we can play baseball by now. Hopefully they're playing major league baseball by now. Get that shit figured out. They got a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Why not? Um, and then, you know, coming into no more snow, which all of us want dreadful badly. Uh, no more snow. We don't need any more. We had enough. Um, but other than that, Brandon, where can the uh, the old kids find us? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, the Notes Goats Podcast, Instagram, Twitter at Notes Goats Pod. You can email us, guys. We want to get those emails. The Notes Goats Podcast at gmail.com. You can find Steve on the good old TikTok at Steve Madol. You can find me on TikTok at Brandon.Alberta. Uh, yeah, we uh, Steve is the the duet daddy of TikTok, and I am the 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 guy who okay. says nope uh, a lot. So it's fun. Uh, yeah, I got some. Yeah, they're fun. It is what it is. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. So guys, again, this has been Passenger Whispers. Tyler, thank you so much for coming on, man. We can't I can't wait for what you bring us next. Cause I know there's gonna be something else that you're like, <laughs> I got something for you. It's gonna be like um, the, the Titanic soundtrack or something. Titan- something. No, it won't be that. It'll be I something like Bangladesh or something silly. He's got something just up his sleeve somewhere. He's probably already thinking about it right now. <laughs> Well, you said Bangladesh. It actually reminded me of uh, there's another British artist, George Ezra, who did a song called Budapest that was oh, absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And then he's done some other work. He's got this, the tenor of his voice is so deep. Uh, brilliant artist. See, told you. I already got something go. for us next time. But I've, I've heard of George Ezra before. That's awesome. But yeah. Tyler, thank you so much for being on, man. We will see you, definitely see you next time. You're going to be on again probably sometime yes. this year at some point. We'll get you back in here. Uh, but thank you so much for coming in. Guys, this has been a Friday episode. We will see you on Tuesday. No.